I'm Hannah Hermanson, and you're listening to The Feminine Marketing Show, the place where you can learn all about nailing your marketing strategy and growing your business in a fun, fresh, and feminine way. As the CEO of The Feminine Marketing Boutique and an expert vacationer, I'm here to let you in on how to align your marketing strategy with the vision of your highest queen self. You know, the one who manifests high vibe clients easily and prioritizes pleasure and play. Stop chasing and start attracting. It's the feminine principle that's missing from your marketing. And if you wanna play the energy game with us, I'll be here every week with my best advice, trainings, and mindset shifts so you can grow your business with ease, integrity, and so much joy. That's right. I have recruited my number one behind the scenes man and biggest cheerleader and best friend to the show today. My husband will be joining us to just share some real unplanned chat about what it has been like to build the feminine marketing boutique from the shitty apartment ground up over the last seven plus years. And this is totally unscripted. We got it in the calendar and I hope you glean something from our lively conversation here. I'm going to tease you a little bit and say that we are saving the story of how we met and how my marketing skills and welcome email slash text sequence may have accelerated our courting and long distance dating. Not something we get into today, but I will tell you that this is a relationship that has been growing for several years all around the principles that we talk about here. Friends, leveraging our masculine and our feminine and relationships and long-term partnership, right? Yes, we're talking about our marriage today, but maybe there are some nuggets in this for thinking about treating all of the people in your audience like they are doing the best that they can and you are their soulmate. (laughs) I'm telling you, the more I get past 30, the more sappy and mushy-gushy I get. We don't go too far into that on the conversation today, but this one is straight from our hearts to yours, and I hope you enjoy. Meet Mac. Oh my gosh, we are gathered here today while you, our guest of the day, takes one last slurp of his smoothie, (laughs) making me nervous down to the last second there. Don't Um, worry, there's a little bit left, just in case. Yeah, okay, well, we are here with my husband, Mac Knox, is the guest of the day, and happy anniversary. Of what? We have so many anniversaries. I know, exactly. So Hello, this, everyone. Episode, Hello, everyone. <laughs> this episode will be live on June 20th. Uh, I do remember that date for sure. Yep. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's the day we got married. We eloped. And it's funny. I was just talking to one of my coaching clients and she was asking me how far ahead. She's like, how far ahead do you do your marketing and planning? And I was like, that's ironic. I'm about to record an anniversary episode with my husband that is about six weeks out till our anniversary. So surprise, you're part of the 
the content calendar and we're right on time. It's just not our actual anniversary. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. I haven't even thought about it. A lot of other stuff going on. Yeah. Well, now you know you got six weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Planning ahead. And it will be this year. What's the gift this year? I'll have to Google it. I was going to ask you because it will be year three. We'll have to find the common gift that we can give because it is fun to play that game each year. First year was paper. Second year was cotton. Yeah, but we instead took a local material in the Hennequin. Hennequin. Oh, the traditional third wedding anniversary gift is leather. That's a good one. Leather in Merida is not a good idea. (laughs) Well, not to wear. Wallets, purses, leather accessories. Touche, touche. That makes much more sense. (laughs) Look, I'm already giving you ideas. Okay, so (laughs) we are gathered here today. Specifically, I wanted to do this. You know how my strategic brain works, Mac. I wanted to do this because I personally have a very vivid memory that I think you'll remember, but it has to do with three years. Let's zoom back to our shitty apartment in San Francisco, which we appreciate, but this is when we were literally living in the remodeled porch in San Francisco. We had a roommate. We were eating pasta for like every meal <laughs> and I got so good at pasta sauce yes you can do so much with a red sauce and you were doing that you were working on a red sauce for us to have pasta mm-hmm. i'm talking about the business and you said something about well i'm giving you three years i heard somewhere i think you had picked this up at some conference we had gone to but mm-hmm. you always had in your head or i had learned at that time you were thinking all right i'm gonna give her three years to see if this thing goes anywhere and you had that longer term thinking then which i didn't i was very much like okay we have to like i have to get these things going and this is my one month plan and these are my uh, goals and you always weird. had this like three-year vision mm-hmm and yeah, that was like a front line seven years ago now. And here seven we are. Years. So uh, I'd say you made it quite successfully. Well done. Thank you. Yeah. So <laughs> that was even before the done for you side of things. But we've been now doing done for you for almost three years. We've been married for three years. And I've been kind of hesitant about this podcast Not just because we needed to like put it in the calendar and actually make it real, not just talk about it, but we scheduled it. And as soon as we did, I got really excited because there are questions I have for you that I haven't really asked you before directly. Oh, how deep are these? Are we going deep today? Well, I mean, you get to decide how deep you want to go, but you're all mic'd up. You're here on the show. So let's just see where it goes. Because... One of the biggest shifts, if we're thinking about this like three-year cycle and coming up on three years of marriage, yes, and also this new business model, I want to hear kind of your perspective and how things have changed from back when it's like, all right, kid, I'm giving you three years, we'll see about this, to now knowing that like our life is on a very entrepreneurial trajectory. And I think one of the turning points that was not random in that it happened to us like in our marriage, but then it very much impacted the business was when we both picked up the book, The Queen's Code. Mm, yeah. You, yeah. I know you remember a, this one, right? Oh, yeah. 
coffee. And for me, I had been thinking about feminine energy in the business and knowing that I was feeling burnt out by just like hustle culture and figuring out all the things on my own and just kind of like, where are we going besides working harder with the business model I had? I had already been thinking about feminine energy and just wanting it to be more playful. Was and the then Queen's that Code book, like the mm-hmm. the last thing that kind of pushed you in to the feminine marketing world, was it Queen's? Code? Yeah, yeah, because it was just it made so much sense, and I was uh-huh. seeing it play out in real life with us, not just in theory. Like, yes, you need more flow and joy, Hannah. But it was like, oh, if I have the support of these like masculine structures Mm -hmm. and how our dynamics were becoming more supportive of just knowing how to really like lean into our divine natures, then yeah, of course my marketing strategy brain was like, and we can do this in business too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Bringing it to the masses. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. But was that your first introduction? Was the Queen's Code your first introduction to like feminine energy or those terms? Do you remember? To feminine energy? Absolutely not. I grew up with yeah. a very strong and amazing mother. And mm-hmm. a lot of my cousins who I saw a lot are all female. Mm-hmm. Older sister. Yes, just a lot of feminine energy in general. I've always felt very comfortable around feminine energy. Mm -hmm. Um, just because of my family. And then when you started leaning into it, I was like, that's cool. That's a different approach. Like, I'm super down for that because the Mm -hmm. masculine is a little in your face at at times. And it's what has been tried for the past. I'm a history major, guys. So Mm -hmm. if I reference some stuff, don't worry about it. Yeah, but (laughs) men have been in power for so long. Sure, there are exceptions in history, but predominantly masculine-led and... I think the rising of feminine energy and the appreciation of feminine energy lately is like we're coming to a balance. Mm -hmm. And that's such an important word in my life, right? Balance, moderation, like that kind of idea. So I was super pumped about your feminine marketing venture, pivot, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. And I love how you're bringing up like your family and your upbringing, because I think there is so much in the lessons of your mom being like the breadwinner more and being very successful in a man's world, like in academia and karate. And that's a good reminder too, that like, yeah, of course you, you have been familiar with these ideas and these like different ways of supporting each other in relationships and then also within like societies mm-hmm. and i love when you like bring things big picture like oh right like these trends these bigger ideas because i in my granular understanding of masculine and feminine one of the big things i got out of the book the queen's code was that it's not bad to rely on support of like masculine structures or to ask for help. Like one of the book, the takeaways from the book for me was the five words that they encourage women to use to better solicit the support that we desire. And those include help, need, provide. And I was so proud of how little I needed your help or how I was figuring it all out by myself and starting to realize that there is this like interconnectedness and it isn't just about 
the woman being the breadwinner or me launching all these business ideas, but having that yin and that yang and leaning on the support of you in our marriage more, but then also these ideas in the business, it's like, oh, this is when we really do elevate to like healthy, empowered feminine energy as opposed to do I do it all myself or this is heavy and hard and a lot of work. Yeah, because no matter if you're feminine or masculine, like the ego is going to be involved somehow. And what you were just describing is kind of like, I can do it myself. Like, I got this. Mm-hmm. When it's when you were just speaking, it reminded me of a quote. It's, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you mm-hmm. want to go far, go together. Mm-hmm. And that was a quote I had up in my classroom back in the day. And yeah. It, oh, it's yeah. cool to hear you speak to that and mm-hmm. just model that it really did help us and your business at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you added that detail that you were teaching seventh grade history at the time of this penne. Oh yeah. Pasta, Our you know, okay. Enclosure. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was, that was real life back then. I love that you're bringing up this idea of team. That's what I'm hearing when we think about if we want to go far, go together. And that's definitely been one of the biggest shifts in the last three years is me hiring a team and really shifting this business model from solopreneur. I do it all myself. I figure it all out. I'm all the hats to hiring a team. So you having been in the business in so many different ways, helping with different things, and now seeing the team that we've got in place now. Mm-hmm. What shifts do you see? I mean, I don't know if you have to go back to like, okay, the the penne years when I was just starting things out, but <laughs> penne years, yeah, pasta, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the new name. <laughs> we'll coin that phrase. Years. All right. <laughs> How have you seen differences, just like in energy or our lifestyle or the business, since I've gotten out of the way and hired a team and allowed more? help and support it's been amazing to watch i've learned so much just because you've put so much work into yourself and your leadership qualities i've seen you putting the effort in and i'm like huh i can do a little personal work too you know and it's been rubbing off for sure i think it's taken a lot of stress off your shoulders although you still do carry everything (laughs) at times Uh, I'm working on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We all are. (laughs) Yeah, this idea, though, that we, like, rise together, right? And that's why I love having your voice in this conversation, because I'm on this path because I know that blazing a trail is, like, what I'm here to do, and I love the learnings that come along the way. And you and I have always learned and grown a lot together. Like, we first met at a yoga retreat. So there's that, like, kind of common interest and just philosophy that we've learned and grew into together. Mm-hmm. And I also see how you reflecting that back, like, in building a team, that ripple effect is just amplified. There's just so many more people that I feel like are get, being impacted by me being on this path, not just, like, us and our marriage or in like this relationship, but that we rise together idea. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, absolutely. And I've seen you supporting your employees, like Nikki and Lindsay, you're always beaming about them and like how much how helpful they are and how they want to do more and how like you want to support them. And this is after those 
personality tests that you took and like the type of people they are and the human design and like really understanding who they are as people and how they can shine. And you've just been molding their roles to fit those strengths that they have that bring out the best in them. And that idea is so cool. Usually there's a list, right? If I'm applying to a job, I look at the requirements and all this stuff. This is what we want in someone applying, an applicant. And instead you're finding, like you have these amazing people and you're making the role for them, which mm -hmm. that's how you grow together. Mm -hmm. And I think that's amazing. And I think it is long-term. Yeah. And it, and it comes from these big visions that you and I launch when we're on vacation, like sitting on the beach and we're like shooting the breeze thinking about, well, wouldn't it be cool if this business model existed or if we could like leverage resources in this way and all of those big, again, like philosophy ideas that you plant or like you offer, right? These bigger picture questions about like rising consciousness. And yeah. I see now and being able to really understand the team and even the clients from the lens of who they are, not the tasks that they can do or the mm -hmm. check boxes or all the credentials that they have. What we've learned about each other, right? Like it started with like the love languages, learning that about each other, then we could support each other better. And then, I don't know, I've probably had you take so many Strengths Finder, Enneagram. I used to like when I, as I found them, I would send them to you because they helped our marriage. And then again, when you start to apply what's working in this relationship to business relationships and especially on the team, it has been just like putting our puzzle pieces together and finding the ways that we can rise together, use our strengths, and ultimately just live our dream life. And it seems yeah. to be working that people appreciate that, want to stick around for that. <laughs> You included. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going anywhere. I'm having a great time. Okay. So actually, great that you say that. I didn't, listener, friends, I didn't tell Mac anything. I was just like, yeah, it's in your calendar for 2.15. <laughs> Be on internet. I'm going to have you on the podcast. So none of this is uh, planned or... Uh, unscripted. Unscripted. Thank you. So speaking of going places, we also moved to Mexico in the last three years. I'm just feeling this like three-year cycle and you planted that seed so long ago. So I don't even know if it makes sense to where were we, where was the business when we moved here? But I do get the question and I'm sure people would love to know why. Why did you guys move to Mexico? You want yeah. to tell you all the reasons? Well, I mean, this minutes? is the podcast, so yeah. we've got okay. maybe a few minutes. <laughs> all right. Well, let's For you back. personally, why did you... I Why did you move? Always wanted to live abroad. Not always, excuse me. Since I went, I studied abroad in college. I've always wanted to live abroad. I didn't know where it would be. I applied for international teaching jobs and got accepted in Egypt, in Tajikistan, like crazy stuff, but none of it felt right. And then it just, when I really saw your business starting to pick up and succeed and grow, and I was like, wow, this could be bigger and we can do this anywhere <laughs> exactly and you say that a lot we can do this anywhere <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it just it, it all kind of lined up and it made a lot of sense and COVID helped yeah because we were just hanging out in our apartment in Sacramento and we knew we could expand our boundaries we could learn a new culture a new language mm -hmm. more about ourselves just being mm -hmm. in another part of the world 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, went for it. Yeah. Yeah. I would ditto all of that. Just it was that those wiggles, you know, we had been here to the we had traveled a lot in Mexico. And then having been to Merida, it like checked the boxes of good Wi-Fi and community. And I didn't have to speak all the Spanish all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And people there's a lot of stuff about Mexico being dangerous. And Merida has been named the safest city in the uh, North and South America in the Western Hemisphere numerous times. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's yeah, everything. The beach, 45 minutes away. The people here are so... It checked all the boxes. Yeah, we just yes. vibe with the people here. So it's great. Yes. And so I know it sounded crazy to people in our lives that we're leaving everything, selling it all, moving to Mexico, and I don't know what goes from there. You know, we didn't know if we'd be here for six months, a year, forever. Uh, but yeah, the pandemic definitely helped. Just why not? Let's give it a try. Let's see what it's all about. So all of that, I would definitely echo as far as the initial reasons, like check the boxes, something different. We had the wiggles, like, let's try it out. And now I feel like I have a very different response when people ask, why do you live there? Right. Like the initial reason to come. Yes. Now I feel like I have a very different reason for being here. Do you? I haven't thought about it like that. What's changed for you or yeah, your perception? Oh, I just feel like everything has changed being here. And we can't discount the power of environment and the energy that we've been able to tap into here. Mm-hmm. The space for expansion. I mean, we just use that word so much more now. Things just feel expansive. And I've tried to articulate this in other places. It's tricky, though, because it really is a feeling. And it's almost like a sense of self more that it's not that I'm disconnected or like I don't have I don't talk to my family or I don't have a routine or I like I literally wore this outfit when I had a real job. It's not like the the material necessarily has changed, but my sense of self and I think the culture has allowed me to slow down a lot and create space and time and you know just this morning you and i both read at least one chapter of our books as we were just like having coffee and like moving about the house and we probably read books in sacramento as well but there just feels like there's an expansive energy here that has allowed me to slow down And my mind has expanded and I see it in like the physical manifestations as well, that we are expanding here and it's just a different pace. It was a totally different pace for my mind, my energy, just where my thoughts went in the States. Mm -hmm. And then of course, from those thoughts come the physical manifestations, but it's a sense of self that I've discovered here. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I agree with a lot of what you're saying. The expansiveness, I feel just comfortable. And I don't know if it's because of the language barrier, mm. but I I feel less judgment. And I think I've been doing a lot of work on judgment in general, right? Turning judgment into curiosity. And with that perspective, it's been fun. Like in this being here, like meeting new people, having these experiences that I've never experienced before, right? Mm. (laughs) You walk down the street and there's construction, but (laughs) there's no fences and you can just walk through it 
and it it's just like oh okay this is yeah this is what we're doing now this is fun like this is yes. and like instantly if this is if this has happened back in sack for like i'm thinking i would be like oh my god why is there, why are there no offenses people are gonna get hurt like this is crazy it's totally what? shattered our beliefs like yeah. that's such a great example i remember one of the first months we were here noticing how little kids don't use car seats they're just like crawling around the car and like parents are like driving and like holding infants like they're just not car seats and, and at the time one of my friends was pregnant and she was worried about her like baby registry like and car seats came up and i just laughed i was like oh my gosh like i've totally just like changed that belief like that's not something i'm worried about or believing is like yes, necessary, must figure this out. And so to look all around our life where we're able to really like shatter beliefs and be in a new mm -hmm. culture. And yes, the language barrier is another great example of just shifting our beliefs everywhere. Yeah. Has opened up a lot, I'm realizing. Yeah. And it's cool too, because a lot of the expats here, the people we do communicate with, have a similar outlook on life. Mm -hmm. They kind of have all decided to be here now yeah they've yeah. they were looking for something different so it's been nice to get that kind of connection build those connections mm -hmm. with people yeah and yeah that judgment piece right like you know i host yeah. these girls nights and i think mm -hmm. back in california i'd host girls nights and it would be like okay a lot of drinking and and small talk and now to have girls nights and be able to talk about all the things that I really enjoy and like fully show up and talk about human design and astrology and personal development books that we're reading. It is it's a depth of being able to communicate and share that then creates new ideas. And we always say we're launching these new rockets every week. We have new ideas, new desires. And it's all of this like Abraham work of flowing downstream, releasing the thought patterns we've just been repeating over and over in California. And then new ideas emerge. And then we launch rockets of desire. And then Hannah puts a business strategy behind it. <laughs> and then we go have fun and Mac plans vacation and we put more juice in the vortex. Mm -hmm. It's it's all of that. Yeah. It's all kind of just fallen into place. And it's been really yeah. cool. Releasing control, not getting upset about little stuff. Flow, not force. Yeah. And I've read a bit of recently about just kind of news and media and how it can impact a society's perspective. And it's nice not having that in my face all the time. Yeah. I can go look when I want to. I can mm. turn on my computer. I can go to, you know, go read the New York Times. I can go check out some websites, but it's on my terms. And it's not mm -hmm. like, oh, talking about this again. Oh, talking about this again. Oh, so it's been really We're nice. able to get out ahead of it more here mm -hmm. it's yeah. not being and we've we've created some good boundaries and of course we still like our late night catch-ups with youtube you know again we're not just out here i know this writer's the... strike we can't get our yeah. updates from late night yeah hollywood's gotta pay their writers better cheers to that yes says the right yes <laughs> exactly yes team creative yeah and it's Exciting to have this conversation with you because so often I'm talking to business owners and coaches and 
people who have quote unquote figured it out for like a business model. Yet something that I don't know if it comes through in these conversations as much, but is very true for me is I've been more interested in designing a lifestyle than a business. So the first business was Dream Life is Real Life. And I learned a lot about time and energy and coaching and personal development. And now in doing the done for you marketing things, I love it. I love the strategy. You know, I could talk about this stuff all of the time, but it's always been because of freedom and wanting this lifestyle of flexibility and purpose and contributing in a way that doesn't necessarily keep us in a classroom (laughs) or an office nine to five, Monday through Friday. So People do ask me, Mac, like, okay, so you guys like work together and you're like doing all this stuff. Like, how does that work? How do you communicate? When do you turn off the like boss and you turn on the wife? And again, I don't have like a super direct answer because it really does feel like a blend. But there have been some things we've learned just as far as setting each other up for success in a day. So speak to this idea that we're not just building a business, but we're building a lifestyle supported by the business, right? Yes. I like how you say that because it's not all about the money. It's mm-hmm. not about the power. It's not about these things that I've always associated with building businesses, right? It's like, yeah. oh, you just want to make more money. Oh, you just want to like have influence over people. And I realize there are other intentions for people because you have made that clear, right? It's like, I want ease. I want comfort. I want to enjoy life. And that's something I've tapped into as well, focusing on like what is going to make me happy and changing those thoughts in the moment. Like, oh, I could be mad right now or it's all good. Like everything's working out and just kind of have that, that quick switch in the head or in the mind. But what I wanted to say is one of the other things that I have wanted and I can declare unapologetically here now is to be on vacation. I love vacation. I would love to be on vacation all of the time. And that's another reason why moving to Mexico was super attractive because, yeah, we can drive to the beach this afternoon if we wanted for sunset. And there's a lot of nice support that we get here, much like you might get at a resort, which I appreciate. And, you know, I've dubbed... You said you want to be on vacation all the time. We know that's not true. You love okay. doing DFY and yeah. with your team and all that stuff. Yes. Work hard, play hard. Yeah. I still got that Wisconsin girl in me. Work okay. hard, play hard. <laughs> One of the things that you know I've dubbed with my coach, Kelsey, is the vacation vortex. And realizing that I truly can feel like I'm on vacation every single day, even if I'm, yeah, like in the office right now doing calls or bringing that energy that I want to have every single day. And then, yes, you're already like ahead of me in this conversation because I do like to work and it isn't always just the do nothing or I just want to meditate and be on retreat all of the time. And I know folks that listen are similar in this way where it's like we want to be flowy and creative and on vacation and free and just manifesting the day away. And it feels really good to have a home base. You know, that was important to me and a schedule and like this exactly. Okay, I want to like 
chat with you on the podcast, put it on the Google Calendar, add it to the workflow. Yeah. But what is when I'm yodeling <laughs> or exclaiming or saying, okay, yeah. we're on vacation. It's a vacation vortex. You know, you've had to remind me, we do own this house. This is not an Airbnb, Hannah. <laughs> but what does it mean to you, that energy? I love the vacation vortex. It's expansive. It has no bound, like it doesn't have those limits and those boundaries. It's a no judgment zone. It's just a, <laughs> it's just an enjoyment zone. And going back to the part where I remind you that this is our house, that's not to end the vacation vortex. That's not to leave that vortex. That's just to like bring it in, right? It gets that to be this good. Yeah, you can have it all. And it's, mm -hmm. you, you can have the house and you can still have the vacation vortex mm -hmm. while there. It gets to be this good. Yeah. <sighs> sinking in. That's definitely something I'm working on. It's just the sinking into it. And for so many years, the hustle and the figure it out and the moving and the going and the next, next, next. It really is a new era for me to be like, yeah. And we're here now. The power of now is yes. pretty cool. Okay. So speaking of all the books that you read and the thoughts that you think and all the things we do together, yeah. one of your roles is definitely supporting that vacation vortex and making sure <laughs> that we have ample travel. It's good for yep, both yep, of us yep. to be in the world. So there's that. But I'd also love to hear the ways in which you support because we have realized it is all an energy game. And you are so much of my biggest cheerleader and always are helping me shift to an upward spiral. So for people who may be eavesdropping or want to send this to their partner, what are some of your tips for supporting someone who wants to work hard and play hard and have it be fun and easy? Yeah, there's so many things and I forget them all the time. <laughs> in the moment should you know? i quick should i throw a t temper tantrum just so they can all see what what happens <laughs> it goes okay everyone's doing the best they can mm -hmm. if you just start with that there's no problem it's all right everyone's just doing the best they can they don't mean to hurt you they don't mean to make your life more difficult and i apply that to our interactions i've been working with a agile learning center an ALC. It's a different approach to education. It's more self-directed. It focuses on play and exploration and the human, like growing the character of the person. And I've learned so much there as well. It's patience. It's listening. It's releasing the ego. I could talk about this for a half hour. I could just mm -hmm. ramble. We got to right? get you a philosophy pod. Yeah. Because yeah, it, it's all intertwined. What I said before, it's everyone's doing the best they can. So for my non-specific to for manifesting generator husband can i give you some prompts or like specifics to respond to because i do yeah, yeah. think there's so many nuggets that are helpful for okay listeners whether you have a partner or you just even want like your team to be able to be agile i'm glad you brought that up because there are specific things that i've noticed you doing more recently when change comes and i definitely have Oh, I'm on the journey with this, but for me, realizing that entrepreneurship is a constant evolution and pivoting should really be like my favorite dance move because it's all we're doing is pivot, pivot, pivot. Cool. 
I think there are things that you've picked up along the way as well in realizing that this is going to be in constant motion and it's not a linear path and how you remind me or could remind a listener today that, yeah, on the path, okay, not this did not go as planned. For example, you know, I still can go to like worst case scenario if i get like a cryptic email that's like Mm -hmm. oh let's discuss this and i'm like what do they want to discuss and then you often can share some upward spiral comments so what are some of those things that you think of when i'm like oh this could be bad things are moving what do i do in the politest way i know how when i see you going down a negative spiral and starting to get worried and it's all a story in your head. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ask a question like, what if it was a good thing? Yeah. Like, what if and that client of yours requested to speak with you on Friday because they want you for more business? Mm-hmm. Not they want to fire you or like mm-hmm. they don't want your services anymore. Because I've noticed worry is debilitating. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I mean, it's not just as easy, but it could be just as easy to daydream and Mm -hmm. visualize these good things happening as opposed to bad things happening. I catch myself like driving uh, today. I was biking and I'm like, oh, my God, what if I got hit by a car? You know, but like, like, Mm -hmm. but also what if I got every green light on the way home? So Mm -hmm. it's just switching that, like noticing it saying, yeah, that could happen. I'm not going to put my energy there, though. I'm going to release that. Yeah. What you think about the energy you give off eventually in some way, some form will manifest. And if I'm thinking about getting hit by a car while I'm riding my bike, like that is not the energy I want to be giving off. I want to be smiling, you know, and like waving at people and like instead bring smiles to people's faces. And it's what we keep coming back to. Like you read all these books. I make all these mistakes (laughs) or, you know, I am doing all of this stuff stuff and we just keep coming back to like it's all about how we feel it's all about how we feel yeah call it ego call it abraham call it whatever like if we can find the tools and for me like allow the support and ask you like i need you to help me get on a high flying disc right now Mm -hmm. which were things that i didn't used to do again when i was trying to be all the things and hold the masculine and the feminine and even like compartmentalize the business as like my thing to figure out and my thing to control right there's a lot of that relaxing into the support of more masculine structure in the business but then also being able to like use some of those phrases like i need help (laughs) which was not natural for me to start using yeah no there was some passiveness to your speak and there still is a little bit yeah like you can't Uh, feed me i will always serve my own dinner plate yeah Yeah. (laughs) and there are still times where, where you'll i can't think of anything specific right now but you'll say something and i know you mean the exact opposite and i'm like okay Right. And I just like, okay. (laughs) Everyone's doing the best they can. Exactly. I'm going to give her space. She's all good. She'll be fine. Yeah. Because we have really thrown ourselves into some emotional depths, I would say. And I think that's part of the reason why I'm now noticing how fast the physical manifestations come is because we did. We shed so much. We sold everything. We left the language that we knew. We left so much that we knew, the structure, the routine. And then to say that we're going to do it different or we're going to create something more alive or more aligned. I don't know how you might describe it. I would call it 
dream life more aligned then yeah we we threw ourselves into the emotional deep end of what that brings up yeah i'm really grateful that coming here was it it just felt so good Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's still like getting off the plane we've talked about this feels right we just went to sacramento saw my family it was amazing had so much fun went to a playoff kings game are you kidding me (laughs) and it's just a different feeling when you step off the plane here and walking into our house it's like ah yeah. And I, I think the lesson here too, is we were crazy enough to go with those gut feelings of, I told the story on the show of coming to this house the first time and me being like, oh yeah, this is mine. I don't know. I don't need to see the rat. Like, I don't know everything in this house yet or how much it costs or what's happening, but I just had that gut feeling. And I think we now can look back and be in so much appreciation we're also hinting at like, and it's not always sunshine and puppies. There are days when it feels hard or it feels messy for sure. But I would love for this conversation to at least be an example of following your heart, going with your gut and knowing it's not going to be linear or perfect. But if you do the work and you break the beliefs and you put yourself in new environments and for from a business perspective, if you allow energy to be your strategy, things unfold. It always comes back to these principles of trusting your intuition, going with the emotions that feel good, and then doing your best to stay on those high-flying discs, right? Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned this earlier. You claimed that you make mistakes all the time. And if you want to put it that way, we all do, right? Um, I thought about this yesterday, I made a mistake. And I was starting to go down, like, I was aware enough in that moment, I could see myself going down a negative spiral. And I came up with this line, enjoy your mistakes. Why would you not enjoy them? Because it's part of the unfolding. Yeah, it's like, they happened. It is surrender, like, it's all good. Yeah. Enjoy. Because that's how you're going to get back out of it, too. You still got to pick one of those quotes for your tattoo. It's also been three years you, we've been talking about it, quote, tattoo, so. Well, happy to be here is a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Subtitle. You have, you have to put it in a really good place because you have a tattoo that says, like, happy to be here. I feel like yeah. it's a pretty location specific. Yeah. And <laughs> to your body, I mean. <laughs> yeah. So that's going to be my biography title, happy to be here. Yeah. Moving on. Yes, moving on. Um, Advice, if one of your best friends came to you and was like, all right, my wife is starting a business. She's doing this thing online. She's building a team. What advice would you give a buddy of yours who might be just three years behind you in this process? Enjoy. There's going to be stressful moments. There's going to be amazing moments, delighted moments, and enjoy. Why not? It's happening. (laughs) it's happening i do want to circle back to queen's code because i think about that a lot you and i both reference this book on the regular about being able to be in my divine feminine and be creative and say these this is the vision these are the desires i have and then for you to be in your divine masculine and think okay i can make that we can do that like this can happen and to lend so much of that support in the acquiring of materials and figuring it out and putting puzzle pieces together. I think 
striking that balance again, whether you're male and female, or if you're just in a partnership, like what do you each bring to the table? Masculine and feminine energy we all have. And then dabbling in personality tests as we have. Sure. I do think it's about helping people just think about how do our puzzle pieces fit together? If that's the rocket of desire we're launching, what strengths do we each bring to the table? And yeah, it's cool because I, I would say I have or I'm in touch, I don't know how to put it, but like my feminine energy, I'm much more comfortable with. Like I mentioned my family and just I had a lot of good friends that were girls growing up and all that kind of stuff. So I'm really comfortable around feminine energy and expressing- And your emotions and Yeah, and showing my feminine energy. And I think your end as well, like you have this masculine side Mm -hmm. energy. Like you started a business. You're doing, like you're very organized. You're very driven, like goal-driven and all this stuff. So it is a good mix, I think. And we're still figuring it out. We're having fun doing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that's perfect. Because my last question is, would you do this again? The podcast? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. Launching Rockets of Desire. Yes. Well, after this week, because this week we have, well, this week in real life, we have a beach getaway planned, which again is part of your role. And always making sure we're well-traveled. Um, but in real time, when this is coming out, we'll be in Wisconsin. So podcasting in between there, I guess. Oh, yeah. The day before your dad retires. Yeah. That'd be super fun. Yeah, we could do a whole show on how we atro- approach travel and how we've evolved in making plans and getting around the world. So Little invite. Yeah. Okay. I'll send you a Google invite. All right. Sounds great. (laughs) All right. Let's go grocery shopping. I love you. Love you too. (laughs) Okay. So after all that talk, you and I both know that action brings clarity. So here's what to do next. Go to www.dfycopywriting.org slash free to get your current marketing appraised by the Done For You Marketing team. That's us. (laughs) We want to help you lay all the puzzle pieces of your brand and business on the table so you can see exactly where you're totally on point with your messaging and where you need to zhuzh it up to get you even better results and more clients. And if you got a gem out of this episode specifically, please let us know. Screenshot, share to Instagram and tag Hannah Hermanson underscore and make sure all of your biz besties know about this episode. Lastly, if you're getting consistent value from our show, please take two minutes to leave us a review and let us know what you're loving and what you love to see more of. We love seeing you and we'll be back here next week with another episode.